There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Attention anyone looking for hand sanitizer. Sanitizing your hands and surfaces is one of the best ways to fight COVID-19. The FDA recently published new guidelines for the production of hand sanitizer during this public health emergency. Most commonly used hand sanitizers are not compliant. Here's the good news. You can now get the hand sanitizer you're looking for that meets FDA guidelines to fight COVID-19. Introducing Halo CV, one of the first hand sanitizers available in the U.S. that's formulated specifically for COVID-19 and meets both FDA FDA and CDC guidelines. Get yours now at halocv.com. That's H-A-L-O-C-V.com. Halo CV can be used on all surfaces, such as countertops, doorknobs, and shopping carts, in addition to your hands. Made in the USA, Halo CV is formulated specifically for COVID-19. Be safe, stay home, and sanitize your hands and surfaces with Halo CV. Go to halocv.com, and we'll rush your order to you today. That's halocv.com. H-A-L-O-C-V.com. Go to halocv.com. I'm not going very far. I'm in a rush. It's too uncomfortable. Sometimes I just forget. Don't kid yourself. There's no such thing as a good excuse for not buckling up. If you've ever used any of these excuses or any others, you're putting yourself at risk of injury or death. In 2017, more than 10,000 people were unbuckled when they were killed in crashes. That's 51% of people killed in motor vehicle crashes that were not wearing seatbelts. No matter what kind of vehicle you drive, wearing your seatbelt is the best defense in a crash. Even when you sit in the back seat, you still need to buckle up. That goes for when you ride in taxis and use ride-sharing services too. Yo, cops are on the lookout and writing tickets, so why take the risk? In 2017 alone, seatbelts saved nearly 15,000 lives. So do the smart thing and buckle up every trip, day or night. Click it or ticket. So the Met Gala was this week, mm. all right? I'm going to talk about it more on the bites later. But my Ooh. question to you, what would be your dream outfit at the Met Gala? Ooh, all right, Frank? Well, what was someone did a meme of me today? Uh, who was that? With the guy with the with the gold? Uh, oh, I did one of you. Yeah, it was yeah. like a whole gold outfit. I loved it. It was great. Yeah. I would just since I'm from Washington Heights, I'll keep it really hood, and I put a lot of chains around me mm. and, a, and a gold front. So you, you know, would have the great beard because that was a I great beard. That. You, that, that was you dope. Dope. That was nice. That was nice. Yeah. 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 Yo, speaking yeah. of hood, 
I'm gonna be hood. Oh boy. You know, like Lady Gaga came through. She had like the journey, a life cycle, or something. Yeah. I'm gonna be the journey of weed. So I'm gonna be from bud to blunt, and my name's gonna be Lady Ganja. Oh shit! Wow. Don't sweat me, yo. Don't. So, um, I saw Katy Perry. She was a chandelier. So I figure I'm going to be a portable chimichurri truck, and then inside I will be throwing out chimichurris to everybody. <laughs> And then that's and then I just leave. I don't even go to the actual gala. They'll be like, "Yo, where is he?" I don't wow. Know. So actually, this week, uh, Jared Leto, right? He had a he had a, a head like a like a wax head of himself. I'm gonna go in with a wax head of Mike. <laughs> so I got I got the Juan Bago head with me. Is that at a all threat? Time. At all times. What? <laughs> Yo 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 yeah, what's up, yo? This oh is Rachel God. Loca. Wait, no. Could you stop, please? Look, I'm not going to lie, right? I've been People have been hitting me up. Oh, I love the podcast and everything. Matter of fact, this weekend, someone was like, oh, my God. Uh, I have a friend of mine. She's a big fan of the Latinos Out Loud. And she does Jill yo-yo-yos. That's all she does all day. I'm like, really? But what so I gotta, is the yo-yo-yo? I got to tap into that what yo-yo. What is it? Someone define it for me. Because I don't have a definition. You got that Brooklyn thing. You know what I'm saying? What? So you do the yo's like real, real yo It's like you entering the room. Like you got to let people know that you're in the room. So you come in. You're like, yo, yo, yo. You do that. You do that at parties. <laughs> it's like um, the I guy who that. says, let's get ready to rumble before the boxing matches. Oh, yes. It gets you in that headspace. Okay, yeah. I fucks with that. Right. What's up? This is the Latinos Out Loud podcast. This is, guess what? Season 5, episode Sour 17, yo. A.K.A. episode. Well, uh, one more time. A.K.A. episode 99. Wow. 99? Yes. Wow. 99 red balloons have I? Are you kidding me? Wow. That's a lot of episodes. <laughs> I'm Rachel La Loca. I'm Michael Diaz. Jay Ferns. Frank Bless Nibs. You. Sorry, Frank, didn't mean to cut you off. Right, Frank girl. Nibs, you are we... in the motherfucking building. You too, girl. Let's do this. Son, yo, you matching like crazy these days. I can't. Everything. It's yo, revving up. It's red, right? It's like the same fabric now. You peep that? It's like microfiber hat, microfiber vest. Microfiber? Because <laughs> it's going to rain today. Yo, shit's Frank getting better. Frank, some microfiber shit. I can't sweat through this, yo. <laughs> it's impossible. It's good to I be back. better. Family. It it's been 43 days since the last time we were who's all counting? together. Yeah, right. Yeah. Not sure who's counting. The Christian Mercado episode that we did here, and then you got wow. sick. Shout out to Christian Mercado. Yes. Yeah. He left yes. us a nice happy birthday message. Yes, I saw oh, yes, the video. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah thank did. you, Chris. Chris Merck. Nice. Yes. Yeah, Same thing with Joanna man. Houseman. She gave us a nice little shout out, too. Shout out to Joe House. Yes. Yeah. So, how you been? <laughs> What's up? I mean, where do we start, guys? Mm-hmm. I, don't I, don't, know. I don't even know. I know, yeah, where we're a little we, lost here. This where is do we this, start? This, this Cali thing got us. <laughs> is this episode going to be four hours long or five hours long? <laughs> I'm not sure. Everybody at home, or, well, it's not really at home. We're not on television. In your cars. Wherever you are, driving, doing whatever, get comfortable. <laughs> mm. Take off your shoes. Drive Ooh. without your shoes. I do that all the time. <laughs> 
What's up, everybody? You have, How a, you, fuchi, guys? You have a fuchi, like a couple of them there for that. Right? Ooh, that was organic <laughs> as fuck. Yeah, I use my fuchi like air freshener. <laughs> fuck yeah. Um, stay tuned for that commercial later on in the episode. <laughs> Well, it's good to see you guys. It's I miss like us. Hey, we yeah, haven't been together in a while. Yeah. I was sick. Who gets strep throat? Honestly, mm. you do. I don't. I've never had it in my life. It was terrible. I don't wish it on my worst. Well, maybe mm. my worst, but I don't wish it on my worst <laughs> enemy. You, I did guess. Did you ever get chicken pox? Um, funny you should ask. This episode's mm. going to be five hours long. Brought to you by the chicken pox story. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, it's. I'll, I'll make it quick. No, okay. I was um in my mid twenties. I was like twenty five, and I was at a party for Throwback Power one hundred five when it launched. Mm-hmm. Wow. And like Nina Sky was there, and like all these like of the moment, you know, New York artists, and it was dark, and I just started feeling mad itchy, and I told my now husband, I was like. Yo, it's hot as fuck in here. And he was like, nah, it's actually really cold. I'm a little cold. I'm going to go get my jacket. I was like, oh, shit, something's wrong. So it was dark in there, so nobody could see me. But as soon as we got outside the club, Webster Hall, he goes, what the fuck's all over your face? I go, what? Get the hell out of here. And I got chicken pox. Get the prize, you sure motherfucker. That was, you sure that was chicken pox? I mean, 25? Yeah, I know, right? What do you think? It is herpes on my skin? <laughs> on, like, my cheeks? It can happen. Can that happen? Yeah. No, I had them bad. Anyway, that's my chicken pox story. So mm. to answer your question, yes. But go get vaccinated, people. Yes. Go get vaccinated. Yeah, I mean, the measles, they, they shut down half of Brooklyn, right? Because of the measles outbreak and shit. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's... Crazy, like uh, Jew Brooklyn, they shut down. Measles is like I, I, I feel like they're all connected, right? Measles is like uh, to me more of a serious version of chickenpox. Yes, but it's probably is that, but that's not really a medical. Like I'm assuming, right? <laughs> is yeah, that you're, what the doctor yeah, told the you? doctor might be like, no, what are you talking about? They have nothing to do with each other. I'm like, nah, but measles is like it's like chickenpox, but like you could die from that shit. Though. And then like, what's the measles? That other shit too, right? Like, what's that other shit? The shingles that they the over shingles? there. Damn. That's the like shingles. the cousin of the measles. <laughs> The yeah. shingles is weird because it sounds like like a fifties doo-wop band and shit, but like it's really fuck it really fucks you up because I know people who got burning shingles. Burning blood, burning blood. Well, anyways, um, LA was a lot of fun. Uh, LA was great. We had a really good time. Um, we actually even partied over there. A bunch of Dominicans. Yeah. We had like a record. Yo, Dominicans in Cali. Shout out to you. Yes. Yes. Shout out to all the talent that's out there representing. Tommy Five K, Ivan. How ironic that we see the New York Dominicans out there at the same time. Yeah. Your boy, what Ma- does that your boy say? Max. Yeah. Your boy Renee Rosado, I think it is. What a yeah. night with Renee. Renee. God, Renee's a Renee. Renee Rosado. <laughs> he Shout out to you. It's not even storytelling. I, it's a one-man show. It was we're incredible. Just, we I, dro- we, we dropped gems. He dropped gems. I wish we were recording that night because he just went off. Yes. He would have been a great guest. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been his own talking. Though. I don't know if he could recreate that night of everything he said and how he said it. And it was just like. Yeah, it was amazing. It was intense. I yeah. did tell you, Mike, Mike, you got to get this guy on. Oh no! Of course, he's a no. great speaker. Oh yeah, he's it's great. like his stories contain like like advice mixed with like good advice mixed with bad advice mixed with like inspirational shit mixed with like nonsense. Yeah. Like, but it's great. You put it all in a blender, and you're like, "Yo, this is like I don't I had an experience tonight with Renee." Yeah. He's a great. Guy. He's awesome though. He's an awesome dude. And uh, Carla, 
that showed up. I got to give a shout out to Carla. Shout out to super fan Carla. Yes, she showed up for us. Mad love. <laughs> Miss PhD, she I see you. She knew the show from the inside out. Hold she up. Did. I just want to know, did she? was she the only fan that was contacted? Because I felt like she was like, did, am I supposed to be here? Like, I thought other people were going to come that like this show. Well, you know. Well, you, listen. She is a We all writer. know, based on your schedule and how things were, we right. weren't able to give people an ample amount of time to show up. So, so did you put like fun. an Instagram? I imagine then immediately like take it well, off I, and she's like I the actually, only one who saw it I actually put Northern Hollywood damn and she so, found like putting you on blast yeah like, why didn't you open this up to the other fans that we have in Los Angeles hey now she's special you see? yes I gotta give out her IG real quick before I forget it's Carla C-A-R-L-A-L no sorry Car- her name is Carla with a K <laughs> and her IG is it's Carla. already going well K-A-R-L-A-R-T-8 Two two, y'all want to give out her address? Yeah, she, me, like, she lives in um, Sherman Oaks. Carla, Carla, I, I hope you don't mind, but your her social security number is zero nine two. Leave Carla alone. Six four. Yes. Female. She was Latina. actually yeah, she was actually very cool down to earth. Yep. Um, yeah, and like a legitimate fan of the show. But wait, she had gripes. She had gripes, by the way. Oh, please she tell. Said you, she said you guys do choose on pick on me a lot. She did say that. Oh, oh come on. She, yeah, she, You're going to be a victim and, now? and she's a real fan because she remembers from back in the day when I was doing the Uber. And she said, when I'm coming back to Uber. And I got an announcement. Next year, I will be back with the Uber driving. The oh, wow. Yeah. Are, they, are the yeah. other Uber drivers excited about this? <laughs> you know what? We took so many Ubers. And that Uber driver that spoke to you about the show... Oh, that's, that's right, right. Yeah, we got to talk about that. Tell us the story about that. As soon as I got that, you told me that, and it just like got me into this head spin. Talk, so please. wait, Rachel's story about an Uber driver listening to our show inspired you to drive and, again? Right, and Carla talking about the Uber <laughs> again inspired me. They to, were signed. Yes. I like that you, you went You went to Hollywood and then inspired you. To that also inspired me too, guys. Most people go to Hollywood and they're inspired you know to be like, I saw that Hollywood I saw yeah. that Hollywood sign. Fuck. I want to be an Uber driver again. I <laughs> came back so depressed I ate a bag of edibles on the plane. That's right. They I couldn't believe meal. it. I couldn't believe it. Like, we are landing. Get the fuck out of here. So tell us, a, tell us a story about the Uber driver, Rachel. Yo, son. Okay, so we're on our way to a dispensary. One of, I think, three or four that we frequented <laughs> out in Los Angeles. And... Um, one of the nights we were just getting into an Uber, Jerry and I, shout out to Jerry Diaz, yeah, yeah. El Modifoca. I knew it, I knew it. You were Don't one start. Don't start. He's very sensitive about that. He That's said my brother. That's my he brother. addressed it while we were out in L.A. One night we were, you know, in a little cypher and he was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, yo. I know you like doing my voice, but yo, that's a, it's, I feel disrespected. I don't sound like that. That's my brother. Word, word. So we're getting in the car, whatever, boom. And we just start talking. And this um, very nice Uber driver turned around, kind of tilted his head, and was like, I listened to your podcast. Wow. That shit got Do you think the tilt of the head was foreshadowing of what he's about to tell you? Because I feel like you emphasized that tilt of the head. I just want to know why you... Why do you break down the weirdest details? <laughs> like, I could just go on with the story and then you can ask questions that make sense, but you... I already thought, I already thought, I already thought. Such a weird... Okay, so after the whole head tilt thing, fine. Um, then, of course, I... Like, had a knot in my throat, wow. and Jerry was like, see, see, I told you, motherfucker, I told you, I don't have a good Jerry, I'm sorry. Um, but then he started to tell me some really, I think, invaluable words about, like, how the Latinos out in Los Angeles or in California, he's saying the West Coast, are searching so hardcore for more relatable content, mm. and we are a solution. Wow. 
I agree with him. And I was so taken aback by his words. It's so hardcore to like, you know, it's one thing to read it on Apple, like the reviews are beautiful and we right. feel them and we definitely, you know, allow them to penetrate pause. But like <laughs> this was live in right. my face and yeah. I'm like, oh my God, it, it feels dope to know that I can make your working hours here at Uber while you're driving a little more pleasurable. Yes. So you got free Uber drives after that? Um, no. Okay. No, can, no, no. Can I just say a lot, every Uber driver that, or Lyft driver that I that I went on, they were all talkative. They need some yeah. milk. Exactly, oh yes. They all, they all wanted to like, Have they were like friendly, like, and but like friendly, like they were giving me suggestions. Where you from? You know, I had like this guy who I don't know, I feel like he could have been a gang member in a, in a former profession. <laughs> oh, shit. And he was like, yo, you, where you going? Like, oh, for real? Yo, you got to go to this place called Adelitas, bro. Adelita. And I was like, I, I, I would, but I don't know what's going to happen there. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah, my cousins work there. My cousins work there. No, you know what? Come to my house, bro. Like, we're going <laughs> to... Yeah. My gonna, tia makes tacos. I'm going to give you a little... My girl there. makes you a home-cooked meal, man. <laughs> I'm like, I want to go back to the hotel and get my friends. <laughs> I want you to meet my girlfriend, Whisper. It, but then we had, like, this weird hippie white dude who was like, oh, bro, yeah. where you guys want to go eat? <laughs> you got to go. And then he, I was like, I thought he was going to give us a good restaurant. <laughs> he was giving us, like, you got to go to, like, uh, Bennigan's. Bro, Joe <laughs> <Del> Taco. <laughs> oh, that fucking. I, he's the same guy who had like a top five for every food thing. Like, dude, how do you have top fives for everything, yo? <laughs> we just need one. We're only here for a few days. That Denny's killed us, huh? That oh my god, crazy. yo, we talk so much crap. <laughs> I just want to go on record saying I not once ate at that restaurant. God, I stood it's just my so ground. Close. It was across the street. I stood my ground. I was I, like, fuck I w- no. I went from I'd rather Denny's, starve. The Denny's to the bathroom. Wow. Well, so did I. Luckily, I got food poisoning, so that worked out. Oh, I, wow. I ate Denny's by myself one morning. It's very depressing because. <laughs> At least if you were other people, you're sharing the misery. No, Denny's but... is not a spot you can eat alone. Yeah, bro. I was eating Damn, alone. Damn, are you okay? You had some crazy thoughts. You going no, through something? No one else was there, too. I, like, I want to address empty. something. Did you play with the claw at the end by yourself also? <laughs> yeah. Did you win a toy? The hostess was just standing near the table. Just so She's I like, feel, can I bad. sit with you? You look lonely. <laughs> Do you want to look at the menu again? <laughs> <laughs> Just for something, so you have something to read. He wants some more blueberry syrup, hon. <laughs> um, I just want to address something real quick. Uh, well, I told you, go to Adelitas for breakfast, bro. <laughs> it has everything. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. <laughs> well, okay, if we're going to talk about more L.A. memories... I cannot and I shan't not forget that <laughs> that fucking run to the plane oh, when yeah. we were leaving. That shit was like home alone, man. We were like oh. running through the fucking airport. Luckily, Burbank Airport is like a like it's like a little small, it's small tiny thing. But it's still, like, to go from like gate one to wherever the fuck we had to go to, I was like, I'm not. Do I look like I have a runner's and body? Mind you, Rachel and Jerry both had like 50 pound suitcases, <laughs> lug, you know. And so we're trying to get in, and like the lady has to like just get them. She's like, fine. Yo, Jerry. She's like, she has Jerry. What he has in his suitcase? He's like, oh, nah, uh, just a t- like a TV. <laughs> he, he bought like a mini TV. He was playing, he was playing PlayStation he, on the, to play the PlayStation in the hotel. He bought a TV. He brought it. And his suitcase was already bi- already too too heavy. I just, got, I just got like a little mini fridge. I got a fridge. But that's where the food is at, you know. Uh. <laughs> that was hilarious. Cause we were chilling. Well, what happened real quick is that 
Our flight was supposed to leave at said time. And then we got the alert that, oh, guess what? It's not delayed. And we were like chilling somewhere deep in downtown Burbank. <laughs> and we all looked at each other. I, I said it. I was like, we're not going to make it. I'm sorry. We're not. <laughs> nah. But was, you know what? I'm glad somehow, I didn't listen. I'm some... glad I didn't listen to myself and wow. I listened to you. And we made it. By yeah. the skin of our... F- Never have I ever been that close. And we got, like, hooked up because we got seats that were... Me and Jerry sat together without a middle... There was no one in the middle seat. Yeah. So me and Jerry just, like, ordered everything and just put all the food in the middle seat and started picking oh, it up. Oh, wow, that's great strategy. <laughs> and then Rachel, of course, got her hookup. She always gets the hookup to where, she, like, her seat gets, like... They, they, uh, they upgrade know, her and I shit. I gotta say, like, everybody may fuck up my meals, but one thing that I always score on is flying. I fly the friendly skies, baby. Right. One minute you're just, like, sitting down. The next minute you see Rachel, like, walking ahead of you, going closer to first right. class. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> Toodles! You paying, you paying these people off? She doesn't look back, because she knows. She doesn't look back. Yo, you want a she warm cookie? No! <laughs> and shout out to our engineer out there, Diego. Diego. Yeah, he took us to his crib. Yes. Very hospitable young man. He's amazing. Yeah. It's Diego, a.k.a. CJ, because that's what Rachel called him during the whole trip. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yo. CJ, <laughs> just shout out your social media. No, yeah. She did uh, it more than once. I'm Diego. More than once. I'm sorry. I, I missed you, CJ. Yeah. And I'm very loyal. <laughs> and, uh, sorry. She, I think at one point she got mad. I was like, CJ, I'm talking to you. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I'm like, where are you on social media? At CJ? What? <laughs> you know what? I pr- I prefer the our, our engineer in New York, CJ. C- <laughs> the other CJ. Wait, what? <laughs> All right. <sighs> so we need to address something very important. Oh, boy. Mm. We are episode 99, which oh, yeah. means that next week is episode 100. No. Woo! No. Yes. Somebody pinch me. No. <laughs> Can't be. Rachel, can you uh, let our audience know who's going to be our guests and where? Sure. Um, let me uh, just think about this for a sec because I forgot who it was. Um, oh, this like actor, dude, activist. He's won a bunch of awards. Mm. Okay, no, this isn't the way it's got to go. It's got to go down because it's emotional. Mm-hmm. I can't even. I can't even be funny about this. That's right. Mm. So we're gonna get real. Mm. We're celebrating our 100th episode, which in of itself, I mean, a centennial episode. Come on, brah. You know what I'm saying? Um, Aside from that, someone that we have spoken about just because of what he does for us as a Latino community. Watch ties, baby. You know what I'm saying? He reps so hard body. Mm -hmm. He's a genius of our time. Mm -hmm. We are going to be on the couch with none other than Lynn yep. manuel Miranda. Jesus! And, and as if it couldn't get any better than that, we're not done here. Uh-uh. Mm. Shh. We're not done. Okay. Tato. <laughs> Chara. Espérate. Mm. So not only do we get one Miranda, we get two. Wow. Because his father, who, his name is Luis Miranda Jr., is the founding president of, I don't know, a little organization called the Hispanic Federation. Oh, my. Has been advisor of several very well-known and prominent politicians, mayors of this city that we live in, politically connected, connected to Broadway because he founded an organization called Viva Broadway. Like, I don't need to sell the guests, and I'm sorry. Mm. Lastly, another Latino that we've spoken about that we've had the pleasure of working with. Is it Lin Miranda? Wait, is it Lin Miranda's mom? So he is the director of the film unit at Saturday Night Live. You know that show? You know that that sketch comedy show that's been around for a while? Yes, yes. 
So we're celebrating this episode. We're being invited by the green space. And first and foremost, I think we have to apologize. It's sold out. Oof. It sold out before we could even say sold out. Wow. wow. Before out. even That's the guests amazing. were announced. Before the guests were announced. Wow. So that shows a lot of loyal loyal people. Because they didn't know it could have been anybody. It could have been Mike's brother. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Why not bring that joke back in the back? <laughs> Shout out to my brother, by the way. Shout he should out, be yeah. a guest. He no, should be a guest. I know. Okay, yes. Hey. I have three siblings. My brother it listens to every single episode. Migalina binges, so she goes a few months without listening to it. And Daniela doesn't. Damn, really well, I, can't, I can't bring she my uncle. Support. I can't bring my uncle that came from DR and crashed our uh, our meeting the other day. Well, that's a fact. I can't bring my mom. Like it's Damn. sold out. We don't have tickets ourselves. Shit. We're not really producing this event, so we've been you guys invited. T- you guys told me there's not enough seats for me either, right? So you like, either, Jamie. Gonna, yeah, they, I can't be in the show. But it's a blessing. That's the way. I there's see not it. enough room, there's, right? That's you a blessing. Said something if, about oh, there's three hosts. Yeah, yeah, maximum so. occupancy, and I couldn't. Yeah, so, so you're not we even. We can gonna always be like invite you on stage afterwards and be like, "Oh, Jamie's here. Everybody, give it up." We'll take a picture with you. We'll take a picture. Can you go? Maybe like a Google kind of uh, chat thing. Yeah. I could just go on the screen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm outside in the. <laughs> I'm across the street in the pizza shop. <laughs> Can you imagine if Linda's like, I, I want to host this podcast from now on. I'd be like Jamie Sayonara. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, wow. No. Maybe I could start. A... <laughs> I would try to start a podcast then with Lynn's dad. Oh, oh. touche. Oh, no. I mean, they're both pretty strong. <laughs> and then Frank will Uber drive them everywhere and have yes. them as a podcast. Yes. Oh, nice. I nice. Got, yeah, I got to keep my job. All right. And I think now it's time for the, uh, the Pachincha Bites. I've been waiting all day. Ay. I've been waiting all night. Ay. I've been waiting all day. Bochinche. Bites. Bochinche. Waiting all day. Bochinche. Bochinche. Waiting all night. Bochinche. Waiting all day. Bochinche. Bochinche. Bites. What up, what up? What's up, Jamie? It's been a minute. You're rusty. Are you rusty with your Pachincha bites? It's been a minute. I'm, yeah, I'm a little rusty. I'm a little rusty. We'll see. Right. I mean, I feel like I might be rusty, we'll, we'll, but you could just tell me after this. That if okay, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you afterwards. I already know you're gonna. Mike's just gonna have the perfectly timed. No, you that was rusty, but it's okay. <laughs> so uh, predictable. But let's talk about. We mentioned it before. The the Met Gala ball. Yes, Ooh, that was. Yeah. Um, that was it, it's the the fashion world's equivalent of Avengers Endgame, right? <laughs> Only they got more crazier outfits and shit. <laughs> um, but Iron Man ain't got nothing on Lady Gaga, right? Cause <laughs> <clears throat> no, keep with the references of the stuff that I'm, I'm not into. Oh no, yeah, well that's yeah, 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 yeah. It's fine. Meaning that that's... it's a big deal for the fashionistas. Like, oh, now Ave- I understand. <laughs> like Avengers Endgame is a big deal for like the nerds, right? Ah. <laughs> oh. Uh, but uh, anyways, Lady Gaga, like Rachel mentioned her before, um, she had like four different outfits. For wow, this thing, geez, and I think she interesting. Yeah, like she wore like she started with a pink overcoat, and then um, like that parashute thing. It was like a she had like a parachute thing. thing, and then she had like a black gown over like a hot pink dress, and then over some kinky lingerie. <laughs> like she had layers. a bunch of layers. Like I think that's why Bradley Cooper's character in um, A Star Is Born killed himself because <laughs> oh no, because he was tired of waiting her, waiting for her to get ready and shit. You oh know. My God. Did I, did, is that a spoiler alert? You haven't Jane, seen Star Is Born yet? Come on. <laughs> no, of course. Uh, that's me. Come on, Gaga. You know, he's probably like, come on, Gaga. We got to go to Kanye's church party or whatever the fuck. I don't know what rock stars do. I feel like they all go to the Kanye church. Um, Some people, look, Cardi B was there. 
Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Hers was amazing. BX, some people, baby. Some people thought um, she looked radiant and red, right? Wow. She had a quilted train of a dress. It was that like. That was an amazing dress. Oof. What Yo, was so, like the interpretation of that dress? Do you know? Online is not good. Online people said, and this is real from online people on Twitter, Twitter said she looked like a used tampon. I was, Ooh, oh, I was thinking snap. period. She looked like period blood. That's the exact color of period blood. Is that gross? Period. Wow. Is that like it has like a Pantone so if, number? If you got like if you got like nail polish that color, would you be like, can I get the period blood? <laughs> <laughs> period blood. I want that for my not red. No, not red. Period blood. Red. Yeah. Um. I look. I think Distinct difference. Look, everybody's gonna have their opinion. I think beauty is in the eye of the Cardi B beholder. Aye. True. Oh, yeah, Jamie. that's a old school fable. Katy Perry. Can we talk about her? She wore a chandelier <laughs> dress. What was that? Why? To the gala. Well, I think it was like a. I, she must be a tribute to Beauty and the Beast. Maybe there's a oh. chandelier in Beauty and the Beast. And then at the after party, she ended up wearing a burger outfit. I thought that wow. was the hottest outfit of them all. A burger? A burger? She I, had what kind of everything. burger? I would never order a Katie burger at a restaurant. <laughs> Wait, I heard. I heard it's way too cheesy. Oh. oh Sorry to our Katy Perry listeners. <laughs> Sorry to our Katy Perry. Yo, yo, Katy Perry listeners, we just we just playing, man. We love it. So, um, country singer Katy Casey Musgraves. Do you know her? Musk, Musk, Musgraves. Whoa. Yo, Musgraves. It sounds like a designer's imposter's body spray scent. <laughs> yo, son, give me some of Musgraves. If you yeah. love Dracar Noir, you'll love Musgraves. So she's blonde, you know, blonde, okay. blue-eyed. Well, I don't know if she's blue-eyed, but I'm assuming. Um, she was dressed like Barbie. Mm. Mm, yeah. Just like Barbie, she even carried the hairdryer purse. Wow. And her boyfriend went as Ken. Just like Ken, he even tucked in his penis. It was Whoa. very realistic. <laughs> wow. You gotta, yeah, you gotta make Is it that realistic. Why it looked like that? <laughs> oh, yeah, like a jock strap or well, something. You used to look at a nude Ken? <laughs> Who didn't? Well, Ken, nude Ken. Everyone knows nude Ken doesn't have. It was, yeah, it they was never like a, legally whoa. gave him privates. It was just like a chunk. It was like yeah. a block. It's just flat. No, it just looked like he was wearing a pair of spanks. I wasn't undressing the Ken doll, but usually every time I saw a Ken doll, it was half dressed. It yeah. was half clothes taken <laughs> off. Kind of My sister was a freak. I don't know. She used to take the Ken dolls and make them hump. <laughs> Yeah, I used to make the wrestlers hump. Yo, Barbie. Some people oh got that. And Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Oh, she must have loved that the, shit. S- uh, Jimmy Snooker, Fight Snooker, they, they all used to love. Some people got the birds and the bees. Mike had <laughs> Mike had the Jimmy Superfly Snooker and... Going on going on top of uh, Ken and then and, and back and forth. They used to do it in the ring. Oh, back here, dog. The ultimate warrior in the sack. Um, Zendaya. Can we talk about Zendaya? Oh, that's disgust. She went Rachel, out. hold on. You so you <laughs> had time to see the Met Gala? Yes. All right. Okay. No, I didn't watch you on social media. Okay. Okay. Did so you she... watch it? Did you no. have time? No, of course. Okay. No. Nah. So did you <sighs> like her Cinderella dress? I absolutely loved it. Wow. It was so it was such a replica because it was her and her stylist mm-hmm. as her and the fairy godmother in Cinderella. Down to the smoke coming out of the wand. Then the iridescent dress lighting up. That's a show, people. Wow. Give it, it up to Zendaya. It makes me want to see kind of like, you know, a diver- more diverse Cinderella. You know, like a Spinderella. Ooh. Uh. Sp- isn't that the salt and pepper? No, I yeah. know. Yep. Well, Spinderella oh. was a diverse kind of Cinderella, but I want to oh see it in a God. movie. She doesn't have to be a DJ. She doesn't have to be a DJ. Like, that's the only reason the why you same. spoke about that dress, because it's a Spinderella joke. That's no. it. That's it. No, I think that actually the, 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 the coolest touch that she had was her stylist went as her fairy godmother, and yeah, that was yeah. a very cool thing. Yeah. And they also, they also actually got 
um, real New York mice to play Cinderella's sidekick. <laughs> no. Because if you... Because there's, there's mice in the in Trained? The story. Perfect. Trained, right? Not, or wild. Um, Here. Uh, J-Lo was there. All right. Jenny from the block. She was kind of boring. Her dress wasn't like... It looked like she was just dressed for like, like an award show. Like she didn't have anything. The theme was camp, and she wasn't campy or anything like that. The head wrap was nice. That yeah, was that looked no, she looked great, but it wasn't like what's what's the campy thing with it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and then just having a Rod on a leash was kind of weird. I don't know. I think that's just their thing. No, really? Um, no, I don't know. No, Frank, he's okay. kidding. Frank. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> but look, at the end yo, of the day, that's my favorite baseball player. I'm done with yo. Just last point in the Met Gala. I think we should have a competing gala every year. But for people who can't afford to have designers dress them, like the, okay. hood, like, the, like the hood gala or something like that. Yeah, like a Ross dress for less fest, you know. Oh my God, I'm there. Or like a TJ Maxx masquerade ball. Wow. Ooh, I like that. Like a Salvation Army soiree. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'll rock. Look, I'll rock a top from Marshalls. I'll rock some bottoms from the from the Dollar Tree. Um, I'll rock. I'll rock some. What's a Cheap ass Salvation shoe store. Army. I was gonna say Buster Payless goes down. But. Payless, the shoe source. Yeah, they closed down. Yo, down. I got vintage ones though from oh. an old, from an old Payless. Nice. Oh, uh, but anyways, next year we should do that. I think, we, and then we should I'm do a waiting. podcast from it. Wow. Wow. I'm down. It. Like from a thrift shop. Or Rachel, something. what are you wearing? Oh, this J.C. Penny. Uh, the bottom <laughs> is from J.C. Penny. The Levi's Dockers. And uh, what's the store in 34th Street? That's always. Like a ghetto, the ghetto Macy's. No, the ghetto kind of <laughs> clothing store that everybody used to buy their Christmas last minute Christmas gifts from. Oh, Conway. Conway. Oh, there wow. we go. Or as Latinos call it, Conways. Conway. Conways. Why the S? Why? Well, there's a will and there's a Conways. Okay. <laughs> last bite. Um, there is a controversial dating site now called Beautiful People. Oh. Oh yeah, um, I know about it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I have the beta version. Just started. Yeah, uh, yeah. it was part so, of the launch. So, um, yeah, this site, which first launched uh, in 2002, it caused a stir last year because the actual guy who created it, um, they he was voted out of it because Dang. he was not attractive enough. So wow. you gotta be good looking to get on here. You gotta be crazy good looking, all right? And mm. so the members recently, Sorry, they Mike. they just did a. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that. That's <laughs> why so I'm working out. They just did a whole list <laughs> of turn ons and turn offs, like these Ooh, very yes, picky yes. turn on and turn off. So I want to know. I'm gonna start out with what the women said with their turn offs, and if any of the guys here share these we these things that we gotta fix. We oh, okay. okay. Uh, Ooh, I gotta hear it. it's like truth or truth. <clears throat> So, okay, the number one thing on the site that women didn't like was poor posture. Um, no? You all just perked up, so I guess you all have poor <laughs> okay. posture. All right. Poor posture. Yeah, I got, like, muscle spasms, so that's why I have poor posture. Um, also, um, self-esteem, low self-esteem, which is, like, how am I supposed to have good self-esteem if, if you're throwing me out of your fucking dating site? Mm. That's true. Beautiful people. <laughs> Maybe you should go to just like okay people, adequate looking, kind of cute people. Yeah, you know? there's a new site called Average.com. Uh, <laughs> like people I would regrettably fuck one. Um, uh, and also an uh, what else? An effeminate demeanor. Excuse me. <laughs> just look. I cried at Endgame, Avengers Endgame. I know we're talking about it a lot. Keep going. And I don't care. I'm gonna let that shit flow. If it's in me and my girl, you know, I mean, Fatima, she was watching it. She cried? No, she didn't cry. She didn't care. <laughs> oh she, I forced her. Boy. Uh, <laughs> women, though. Women also Ooh, are very Rachel. opinionated. Oh, I mean, yes. Sorry. 
The men are also very opinionated about the women. So, Rachel, some of the the things, the features that men didn't like um, about women, number one, ah, obese, overweight. So, I, mean, I mean, this they're very is who mean. I am, so curvy one or not. Oh, nah, come on. Freno. Oh, oh. oh. She's Dominican. <laughs> Eyes too far apart or close together. That is annoying. That sounds racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Is this like a AryanBeautifulPeople.com? Well, you know what? I have dated some hammerhead sharks, and honestly, the eyes being far apart from me. Well, Rachel, you got lucky because you have a lazy eye, but they're, you know. You're good, and it's, I like I like this one. No butt, and also too much butt. <laughs> oh yeah. So I want the right amount. It's like porridge, you know. It's like I want that. This is too. This is just right. I want this butt to be perfect. Wow. So you gotta get that butt. I don't know what they want. They want like the middle ground, right? They don't want it to. I don't know if they went into the heights, and they they probably would think that's a lot of butt. But yeah. that nice butt spectrum is very vast, you know. Yeah. Mm. Like everyone has a preference. Mm-hmm. You know, so nice butt. What is a nice butt to you, I ask of that? Interesting. Okay. I'm going to leave that question hanging, and uh, that's the bites for today. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for fake news. The views, opinions, and insinuations made by Frank Nibs do not necessarily reflect or represent those held by the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spirison News with Frank Nibs. Hello! Folks, hi, Frank. How are we doing? Great, Frank. Excellent. I guess I'm the only one here. Yeah, Frank. Right? Frank got his game face on, so oh, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm waiting for him. Every time he says a word, his chin goes up. He's like, mm. "How are you doing, guys? Yeah. How are we?" This huh? week's news, we're gonna uh, leave it off for uh, Jamie's Endgame movie, right? <laughs> Good stuff for you, Rachel, huh? <laughs> Rachel, it's the highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah. we have to talk about it. Definitely. Yeah. Well, anyhow, this... Talk about it all you want. I'm going to sit here with my Chickaboom popcorn and listen. Brought to you by... Chickaboom. This news is about an article. This is just an article that came out a few days ago, okay? And if you know about the movies, it's an Avengers movie, okay? And in the movie, there's a... You have a... You have uh, the 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 bad guy. His name is Thanos. Okay. No, 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 Frank, 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 Frank. It's Thanos. Thanos. Sorry, yeah, Thanos. my bad. We just came from Cali. My bad. You were very connected to the ancestors. Yeah, you still are. So but if, see if, that. My bad. But if you go to ancestry.com and you do the roots, Thanos is Thanos' dad. Ah. My bad. So Thanos has this glove. It's called it's called the Infinity Gauntlet. Okay, mm. and he holds power in this gauntlet. Right. Now we're finding out. That Stanley or Jack Kirby uh, Reiner, right? Just Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby. My bad. Jack Kirby, who is the writer, most likely uh, got their story from this article that just came out. It's about a nun that in the 1800s passed away and they actually buried her. And after That's they usually what her, they do, no? No, but after they <laughs> buried her, this is going to be interesting, I guys. After they, over Punta Cana. Wow. Ooh. And after they buried her, they exhumed her body to see if, she, you know, back then they used to do that. And they exhumed her body. And Wait, her body, are you saying zoomed Exhumed. Exhumed her? It means taken out. <laughs> and her body was taken out, and it was perfectly, when nothing, they didn't decompose or anything. Wow. And they, yes. Who's and they, a surgeon? Anyhow, they thought this was, like, amazing. Wait, you said she was Colombian? She was from Spain. <laughs> this happened oh. in Spain, guys. Wait, Yo, Jamie, your peoples. Yeah. In Sp- and in España. España. Right. Barcelona. Y'all have good skin, though. Y'all have real good skin. So after they took her body mm-hmm. out, they exhumed it and they cut her body off and people took different parts of her body and they took her hands 
and they put it in this gauntlet. And that's where they have this, they got this story from. Years later, years later, this church actually still had it, and they got it. there was wars going on in Spain, and a dictator from Spain actually took the hand or the gauntlet, and it was, it was still, it's still intact, the hand inside that gauntlet. And he took it, and he had it with him for years. He even slept with it. And, oh. and he punched people with it? Well, they, we don't know. This is, I mean, if he had it like that, and he hid it for so long, there must have been something inside that gauntlet that was really powerful. And after he died in 1975, they gave it back to these nuns, and they have it in Spain, enshrined. And if you see the pictures of it, the gauntlet looks just like the one in the comic books. It's something amazing. You guys saw it. Wow. So, you know, we always think that, you know, comic book writers and people just come up with these ideas. Sometimes these Sometimes stories are inspired. They steal inspired, it. They steal it from right, from, from things that happened in the past. So this is very amazing. And by the way, they say the hand of that nun still is intact inside that gauntlet and it has not decomposed. What? Yes. Wait, but okay, so let me ask a question about the nun. Did she have too much butt or not enough butt? Interesting. Because <laughs> that's important. I need to know. I'm going to pray for you hard. <laughs> yeah. I'm it was really a nun. So I, I, I'm, I'm assuming it was a nun. She was like, you know, very holy. And I mean, if her body was not. it was Oh, oh not holy. The, I like holy. Yes. She was. A, I mean, think about it. You know, like James that has was. to do something. That's, that's very powerful. And if this dictator hid that hand for so many years and these nuns got it back. And it was that, that, that hand was missing for over 100 years. And it has something to do with the story of the end games and the gauntlet. Have, him having, uh, uh, Thanos having to look for this gauntlet and finding it, you know. And they, there, is, there is a story here. I'm looking at Handel and Tibby and they don't look convinced. They don't. They're huge Marvel fans. But to hey. me, look, Thanos didn't, I, don't, I didn't see him as Catholic. I thought <laughs> he seemed very agnostic. So I don't know if I, if I buy this. Well, it has to do with if he, if he, if, if he gets that gauntlet and he gets those stones, he could end the world. So aren't you convinced that this has to do with religion and another and what Are those you? To like, end the world? Yes, why Wouldn't not? it be the opposite? Wouldn't he want to, to save the world? Save the world? Well, it has to do with, you know, ending the world. Make the world life. a better place for you and for me. Uh, those are lyrics <laughs> to a song from the 90s, I want to say 80s. Right. Well, 80s. thank you so much, Frank. You're welcome, folks. <laughs> thank you very much. Thanks, Frank. That was great. Yes, and by the way, I have a little SOS. Ooh. Yes, I have a friend of mine by the name of... Lily Love Music. You can see her on IG or Lily oh, Love. Yes, Lily. Lily. Yes. Hey, and what she, up? Yes. And she is in Guatemala. And she, she hit me up today. She says, Frank, SOS, find out for me, are there any Dominicans in Guatemala? Okay. Oh. So if there's anybody out there, any of our Guatemalan peeps out there, anybody that knows any Dominicans in Guatemala, please hit her up. I'm I don't know if she wants to do a, a mangu or something. I don't know if she needs platanos. They don't have platanos. I think we have like know. 14 listeners. I'm going to translate Guatemala. into a Kestal, the language from yeah. Guatemala. I used to eat frijoles with uh with with in sandwiches. My boy was Guatemalan, so I used to love that. I used to they match the frijoles and they put them in sandwiches. Okay. Mm. So yeah, Lily Love, hit her up. Any Dominicans out there? I thank you, Frank. You're welcome, All right. folks. So we are at the point of the show that we are gonna take a quick break. So we'll be right back. I'm not going very far. I'm in a rush. It's too uncomfortable. Sometimes I just forget. Don't kid yourself. There's no such thing as a good excuse for not buckling up. If you've ever used any of these excuses or any others, you're putting yourself at risk of injury or death. 
In 2017, more than 10,000 people were unbuckled when they were killed in crashes. That's 51% of people killed in motor vehicle crashes that were not wearing seatbelts. No matter what kind of vehicle you drive, wearing your seatbelt is the best defense in a crash. Even when you sit in the back seat, you still need to buckle up. That goes for when you ride in taxis and use ride-sharing services too. Yo, cops are on the lookout and writing tickets, so why take the risk? In 2017 alone, seatbelts saved nearly 15,000 lives. So do the smart thing and buckle up every trip, day or night. Click it or ticket. Okay, you guys, this is the part of the show where we interview someone. How else can I describe them? Uh, hmm, a word I don't use often. Amazing! Amazing, you guys. He's a comedian and he's a friend to the room. Please put your hands together for Rojo Perez. Hey. I said that so Latino. That was Rojo very... Perez. Rojo. Or is it Perez? You Puerto Ricans, I swear. You've got the cutest names. I swear to God. It's just so You've cute. never heard Perez before? <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I'm, so I'm out. I'm out. I'm leaving. Uh-huh. Welcome Man. to the show, Thank bro. you. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be here. I'm a little angry, but I'm excited. Why are you oh, angry? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Man, this feels like an appetizer. You can't have Lin-Manuel next week and then... <laughs> Like, what are we doing? Nobody's Damn. listening to this one. What an you interesting know how perspective. They're gonna speed over this no, shit. No. This is like going to five star restaurant. You're like, yeah, I'll take a hot dog. No, uh, yeah. come on now, bro. Yo, you the man, bro. You put you the hot. The you put come the hot in hot dog. Let me tell you, though. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> it's good to have you here. But we recently saw you. You came to our workshop. Yeah, man, I love you. I'm trying to support as much as I can. Um, and it was a cool thing you guys were prepping for, so I was super happy to be there. Um, yeah, Ariana's a really good friend, so I've been to a couple shows that you guys have done. So, yeah, and you try to support the sp- like the Latin comics, and like to. even if it's not just stand-up, you want to see who improvs, who sketch, who's on guest starring and stuff so like to me to. it's so dope can you tell our listeners a little bit about because i i introduce you vaguely as a comedian mm-hmm. let everybody know like what you do uh i'm a stand-up comedian um making a living so far off of it uh, um i've done some stuff i had an hbo special just come out on hbo latino last yes. week okay. what 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 uh-huh. <laughs> all right uh, <laughs> i was on conan and 17, um, and then hopefully another late night set might be in the works for next month. Can't say where because it might never happen and people call you a liar. So yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. people are real yeah. quick to let you know shit's not out. But like, it, it, that's the most Spanish can thing, you, dude. What does it rhyme with? Oh, Rachel loves doing that game. It is, um, it, it tapes, it would have taped on the same lot you guys were on. Oh! If it taped in LA. Okay, I already know. Yeah. Exciting. I will wear a suit for it. Let's say that. Ah, yes, yes, I understand. yes. That's exciting. So when did you really get your start in comedy? Like, has this always been? No, I wasn't. I wasn't funny. I made a teacher cry when I was a kid once, like trying to joke, and I was like, I can't use these powers for this. So I just, (laughs) (laughs) so I never made another joke until I was in college. What did you say? Man, it wasn't even great. Like, she was like, it was, she, she was just, she was talking, she was trying to explain some word, and she went off on, like, this story, and, you know, you're a teenager, you're just being fucking obnoxious, and I thought I whispered it, because at one point she goes, man, why, I can't remember why I brought this up, or she goes, I, I forgot where I was going, and I was like, why do you even mention it? 
But I was, I thought I whispered it. And her eyes, I mean, she was going through divorce. I found this oh, out later. But now, yeah, that's, it's not even that mean of a thing. But like later on, and she like kicked us all out. And she was like in tears. And she wouldn't talk to me for like, I don't know how long. Wow. Like I was, I was purposely raising was, my Hannah answer shit. And she would not call. Like it was a real. What was wow. your final grade in that class? That's a nice B. Incomplete. Because yeah. his soul I still don't is know. incomplete. I never got my high school diploma. Oh, shit. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Let's talk about that. It was deeper. It had to have been deeper than you, but oh, damn. Yeah. I just pushed her over the edge. You know, like, you looking over that cliff? Let me help you, girl. So Let's see right. what's down there. So you're saying after that, you didn't want to do stand-up? I didn't do... I, I never cracked the joke again <laughs> until I was a senior in high college. Um, oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I started doing open mics in college my senior year. And uh, I'd always write, film silly videos with me and a buddy. And we didn't know what to do. Like, I didn't know what to do with it. He took me to an open mic, and it was terrible. <laughs> he had a great set. He won $50 for best okay. set of the night. Ooh. And I bombed. And it was the quietest car ride back I've ever been in. It, he, but he couldn't stop smiling. You know, he wasn't oh trying to be a God. dick, but he was like, he was happy. And I'm just, he, dude, this felt like a couple. When you get in a fight in a restaurant, you have to go home together. Oh like, wait till we get back. We're not doing this in public, <laughs> but wait till we fucking get back. He's like, don't worry, I got the cab. I got a, uh, <laughs> hey, can you split a 50? Uh, oh, man. He's uh, trying to go Dutch with me at Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Uh, <laughs> Did you so when you start out uh, doing open mics? It's kind of like, is there anyone that kind of that you eventually kind of latched onto that kind of kind of gave you the I don't want to say mentor that might be too strong a word, but someone that you kind of looked up to like while you were coming up on in the stand up scene? Um, I mean, I, I started in Florida, so I moved up really early on. Like, I went to college in Florida as soon as I graduated, I moved up. I was lucky enough that I was just once you get to New York, there's so many dope comics who are now doing huge things who we just see around so it wasn't like a mentorship but you get to see these people mm -hmm. at the like really good at what they're doing and i was like i was trash i was i didn't have five minutes you know what i mean it's just like so you get to experience you bomb and you go over and then you see them every time you see them you're like man that dude's got a new joke or she's got a new tag and it like that's the push that would like and new york is just there's so much of it that that was kind of the mentorship i guess i'd say mm-hmm and you were that focused that even though you were bombing, you were like, "No, I'm gonna, I'm serious about the craft. I'm gonna keep going." Oh yeah, man, I didn't have anything else. Mm. Yeah, like uh, you moved to New York, I didn't really, I, like, I had some family, but I didn't have friends, and I was like, "If I'm gonna try this, let's go and do it." And I was like, "I've, I know what silence is. Like, it's fine." And then, <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, you eventually, like, one good, once you get a laugh, you're like, "Okay, that'll last me a week." That one laugh will last me fucking bad, four bad open mics or five. Yeah. And then everybody's like, you'd, every, accidentally you'd say something funny and you're like, wait, why did everybody laugh? Is it, oh, cool. Look at that. Look what I did. I made strangers laugh accidentally. Okay, now how do we keep doing that? So it was just little wins that you start pecking away. Mm. What's like, and this may be a very vague or a very specific question, depending on how you interpret it. But, like, what's, like, your daily life cycle? Like, what does a stand-up comedian do throughout <clears throat> the day? And, uh, and, 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 wait, no, no, no. But I'm, I'm he just woke up an hour at, ago. I'm coming at it from more of a creative perspective. Okay. So when does creative kick in? Or when does it die down? Or when do you chill? And when do you joke right? And do you wake up and say, like, I'm going to do an open mic tonight just for the fuck of it? Like, what's your life cycle like creatively? 
if uh, if I'm in town, if I'm in New York, I'm oh I get I try to get up every night, probably two times a night, and I'm like I I'm never like above open mics like i don't care like especially if it's sometimes i just need to say stuff out loud like i don't necessarily at this point sometimes i don't necessarily need the laugh from an open mic i just need to hear it so i'll record it but like during the day i'll you wake up you obviously look online look twitter see what's like if anything's crazy's happened um and i, I try to write first thing in the morning because i feel like that's when i'm for some reason, I'm I, like thoughts just flow a little quicker. So it won't. I won't necessarily sit down and notebook it out, but I'll jot down on the phone real quick and like first thoughts. Here's this. Here's this, and then see if anything like tweets or something that you'll listen to the set from the night before. Try to go for a workout. Uh, watch some. Everybody loves Raymond reruns. You know, <laughs> just really get in the zone. Classic. Um, and then by six p.m., usually out of the house, and then you're out till. 2 a.m. usually, 2, 3, and you're either like, if I have shows, I'll go do those. I'll jump on a mic. I'll go watch a show. I'll just be around. Because I, I feel, especially if I'm not, I'm barely in New York, like it feels like. So I'm only in town usually Monday through Wednesdays. So that's the time to be like, to make it feel like this is where I'm going to work out. Because like, I'm not going to work out on the road where people pay to see you. Mm. Like I treat it differently. Like if you're paying money, I'm going to give you a show. But if you come to a free Brooklyn show, I don't give a fuck. That's <laughs> like, let's all try it out. Um, did you already, were you confident when you started out, like, like your persona on stage? Were no. You like, I'm, I'm no? So you were just, no. just kind of finding your voice as you were making jokes up there? Or was it like, I need to find kind of like... I, the, only like thing I, the only thing I was clear on was I was never going to lean heavy on being Hispanic. Mm-hmm. And I was never going to do an accent. Those were my two big things. Uh, I thought people before me did it w- better. I thought it was done. And I always wanted to be like, I wanted to get funny before people go, oh, he's a Hispanic comic. I wanted to be like, oh, he's a comic who happens to be Hispanic. So, like, that to me was the two big things I very early on was aware of. But as far as, like, early, like, joke-wise, I didn't know what, I didn't know my voice. I was just trying to get a laugh. So you're just writing anything. And, like, so now there's some stuff where I was like, I look back, I was like, Jesus Christ, that's a... (laughs) Woof, that is not a you joke. That is a rough, take that offline. That is not a good one. That does not hold up in 2019. Probably could have used an accent on that joke. Yeah. <laughs> got the crowd into it. So you recently had a special on HBO that's out now. Yeah, yes. thank you. It's uh, Yeah, it's on HBO Go, HBO Now, or... Uh, uh, whatever the other one is on demand, um, and it's it's four of us doing an hour together. It's me, Eric Rivera, uh, Christian Ramirez, and Vanessa Gonzalez. They're all dope. They're all doing great things, um, and it was super fun, man. We we shot that in November, and but that's what I was talking about before. We shot in November, and I told people about it, and then the shit didn't come out till late April. So, like, oh. around February, I was like, I'm not telling anyone. People were like, man, you didn't shoot shit. I was like, no, I swear I got paid for it. I swear they gave me the money. <laughs> Look at the check. It says HBO on it. Come on. Yeah. It says void. So with the material, so you do you do that part. How long does it take after you have something that you know it's going to be on television to start over again? Or are there already some parts that you have on the side? Like, How does that work with you and your process? Yeah, I'll usually have, um, I'll, I'll have stuff continually rotating. And that's why to me it's big to be when I come to New York to do still mics and still that. Just to start working on the new, working on the new. And like you switch stuff in and out and... I guess this last weekend was 
I was in Ohio, and that's the jokes. There were a couple jokes I did from the special that are done. I was like, this is the last week, and I'm doing them. And it's just, here we go. It's over. I'm, I had a good run with it. But it was, like, it was nice that I had from November to April. Because like, you, you know what I mean? You wanted to come out, but still, it gave me those four or five months to mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. start pecking away. Here's another 20 and like work on the next half hour and like figure the stuff out like that. So, yeah, there are little things you have on the side. And there were some old jokes I threw in there just because it's like, I need to get this. Sh- I'm sick of these. Mm. This shit's not funny anymore to me. And like the crowd doesn't react the same when you don't. When you can't fake it anymore. For you, um, do you want to, or is it in the foreseen future, do a an hour, a half hour special? Like, what is, what are your goals now that now you've had HBO? Where, where Man, you I, I, I'll say it here, hopefully, so nobody steals it. Um, I want to do a half an hour in Spanish, and then I want to do a mixed hour. I want the hour to go English to Spanish, but not broken up. Like one joke, English, one joke, Spanish, and just have it flow through the whole hour. Mm-hmm. Like that's eventually what I want. So hopefully this counts as a trademark before somebody more successful <laughs> yeah, than me he- does it. For sure. It was said here. <laughs> that's it. We, you've claimed it here. Ugh, two weeks from now, Lin-Manuel has a <laughs> mixed hour show. <laughs> I had to see it with subtitles, but it was hilarious. I mean, it was Lin-Manuel Miranda for crying out loud. Why is he still wearing the Hamilton outfit? I don't know. It doesn't but... matter. <laughs> so what's a, do you have a favorite place that you've been to? Like, where's comedy um, the hottest or the audience hottest for you? Audience-wise, um, man, I love Minneapolis because uh, it's... It's pretty open-minded. They're they're pretty liberal and like even, but they get a good mix of older, and yeah, it's not just a bunch of twenty somethings. Uh, I love Austin because it's the same sort of thing. It's in the middle of the nonsense that is Texas. There's this little like, it's like the this cool little golden. Pop. Yeah, it's it's a real <laughs> like yeah, it's so dope. We and love then, Texas, all it, y'all. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we love the people. It's the people making the laws that we don't necessarily care for. Um, and then Phoenix, surprisingly. Phoenix is dope, dude. People come out and they get fucking wrecked. And they love, yeah. like, they love part and they support it. And, like, yeah, I love it. So those are my three favorite for comedy. And then New Orleans just to... Because it's New Orleans. It's a party. Yeah, it's like I, I, the shows usually suck, but it's just like, <laughs> man, I don't care. But we're in New Orleans. The after show. <laughs> I'm over the show before it starts. I was like, hey, guys, we don't need to do this, do we? <laughs> Let's all go drinking. So quickly, um, you're going back to Puerto Rico. Yeah, man, I'm so excited. I'm going, I leave, uh, I'm in Philly Friday, and then Saturday I'm flying out to Puerto Rico, and I'm doing my first headlining show out there. Nice. Um, and that, that's going to be, I'm super stoked. Uh, hopefully people come out, and um, and it's a nice excuse to go see family. Like, all my family's still there, so I'll see mom, I'll see my brother, like, all uncles. When was the last like time you were in Puerto Rico? I went, um, I think, what, what are we in now? 2019. May? May? <laughs> no, was it May? It's May 7th, 2019. Uh, um, late January. Okay. I went for a couple days. Um, and then since the hurricane, I've been a good amount. Like, I, I made it more of a point. Like, I've, I think I've been like five or six times in the past year and a half. 
um, trying to do little stuff. Yeah, can you discuss a little bit like um, what it means to you in Puerto Rico and so, even with your art? Like, what are you trying to achieve to bring some awareness in Puerto Rico and stuff? Yeah, I mean, um, to me it was a big thing, and it's it's on the HBO special. There's a good chunk about Puerto Rico and the hurricane, and my because my parents had to leave for a little bit. Like they had to get after my dad was a little weak, like uh, he has a heart condition, so they had to they had to leave Puerto Rico right after the hurricane, and it was a weird thing because like my dad didn't want to, like he didn't want to, you know, he's an old man, just wanted to be in his home, and it was like, yeah, and I had to like call him and be like, dude, like what's like what's going on? It's it's a category five. That's that's all the categories. Like they didn't make anymore. Like what the fuck are you doing? Let's get out of here. What are you waiting for? Um, but it's, yeah, man, it's, it's a tricky thing. It's a back and forth because you, there's still parts that are struggling, but like, obviously they had to have all the, the tourist spots open up first, which is fuck. It's a, like, I still don't, honestly, I don't know how I feel about it still, because obviously it's tourism. It's such a big part of it that you need this open to get money to come in for the island. But then you still know there are people who are. Who are struggling? Like there's little towns. There was a there was a story I saw like maybe a month ago, a month and a half, where these people, they they nobody came and fixed the road, and there was there was no, and it was so long, and they like no, the, nobody would get there, and the the people just started like, they did the shit themselves, and like wow. it started with like a group of five, and then like neighbors saw what they were doing, and it got up to twenty. Dude, I think it was like a hundred by the time it was like all said and done, and they paved it with however they could, and it was wow. like. Such a like that to me was like man that's a fucking that that to me speaks to the people of Puerto Rico. Um, so I think that's a huge thing. And when I do it on stage, I try to be realistic. I'm not blind about it. I don't I don't love the way it was handled here with the states, but I also don't think the uh, the the government in Puerto Rico also handled it right. So you know what I mean. I'm not just gonna criticize 45 right now. Okay, there's plenty of shit to criticize them for, but I'm not gonna put the whole blame on him. Like I don't, there was shit that was happening. It's a forget, it's a it's a forgotten place, and it was happening when Clinton was around. It happened when Barack was around. Like it's happened with both sides of the Democrats or Republicans. So you just feel a certain way about it. But I mean, as long as like I, we try, I think people are speaking up. People are trying. People are doing mm -hmm. the different stuff. And I'd love to be somebody where somebody could see me and be like, "Oh fuck, that's something." I'd like to do that. Or even if somebody doesn't find me funny and go, man, this motherfucker's not that funny. I'm funnier than him. Great. Try it. Let's go. Like, that's dope. Like, I don't. His joke hurt my feelings. <laughs> You're on a talk show and someone's like, you inspired me to be a comedy because I didn't think you were funny when I saw you initially. And... How many times have they put you on TV? This is crazy. I know, I, I know you which must voice be the I, only one. I know which voice I don't want to have. So, okay. <laughs> Um, well, we want to thank you for coming to the show. Man, thank you guys so much. Thanks for doing what you're doing. It sounds like you're doing a lot. Trying. Yeah. Let's all do it. La just, lucha, baby. Let's do something together someday, guys. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Obby. Let me let me open what? for room 28 somewhere. Ooh. And oh, wow. Fancy. Yes. Fancy. I like the way that sounds. Me too, actually. Let's discuss. Cool, cool. We'll have no teachers in the audience, though. Just, just, to be in the, just to be in the safe side. Yeah. Just one person runs out crying. Not again. Not again. <laughs> Twice. Oh, no. What are the odds? Well, All right, well, now it's time for Rojo Perez. Thank now you it's time guys. for some Que Lo Que. Un, dos,
okay? This is que lo que, so rojo, que lo que. Hey, please find me Rojo Perez with three Z's on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Rojo Perez on Facebook, and if, if you're bored, just give me a call, 787-555-4321. Nice. That's the first <laughs> guest that's giving out the number. Wow. <laughs> Yo! All right. No dirty pics, though. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I'm Tom speaking for know. him. Don't send him any crazy pics at night, late at night. Just perfect butts. Yeah, perfect butts. <laughs> the perfect in between size. Not too we'll big. We'll find not out. Too... Oh, thank you. Yeah, so uh, just uh, Instagram, Jay Ferns. That's all for today. You know, I think we have enough listeners that have Twitter that maybe we can campaign to get you to get Jay Ferns. I don't like underscore. to say my Twitter because I hate saying the word underscore. It sounds so like, But that's what I'm difficult. saying. Maybe we can get people together to work together and get you Jay Ferns. Okay. I think whoever has it has like minus one followers. It's like it's like a weird <laughs> ghost. It's a ghost, you know, um, page. So let's do it. All right. Okay. It's my turn. So first, much love and respect to Yero.com. That's double L-E-R-O.com, the lifestyle and news platform for Latino men. This week, they're talking about the Latin Alternative Music Conference, also known as the LAMC, and what to expect for its 20th year. Shout out to them. So visit Yero.com for the full lowdown. couple of things I got going on for you. Okay, so May 29th, I'm part of Scrapped, which is a show by uh, the very talented Sarah Allen Houghton, who is a sketch comedian here. So I'll be at the pit doing this show. Jamie, have you heard of the show? It's really, it's pretty interesting, no, the concept. tell me about it. So basically, they invite writers to bring their scrapped sketches, like sketches that they've thrown oh, away. Oh, shit, okay. To be cold read and acted out. So people just reading it from this, like they're reading first it from the script. Time. They don't have to memorize it first no. time. Yo, I would, lo- I would love to do a show. You want to like get that. in on that? I want to get in on that, All but right. I want to see it. I want to see so how they come, do it. So it's going to be on May 29th. I'm busy. I can't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I haven't been able to pull it off the way you pulled it. That's off. perfect. Um, no, I seriously do. I seriously, so I might go to that one. Yeah, yeah come. I want to check it out. May 29th at 7 p.m. Check the show notes for a link to tickets, and then June 27th, people, you better save that motherfucking date, y'all, because June 20. 27th is the third installment of Comedy Derailed, an all-female variety show Woo. produced by yours truly. Okay? We're bringing it. I'm going to release the lineup on next week's um, episode. No, in two weeks. I'm sorry, because we're going to be live next week. In two weeks, I'll release all the females involved, but I'm talking female directors, flyer designers, writers, actors, everything. <laughs> they're all female, and they're all going to be part of this show, and the lineup is stellar. Or stell her, I should say. Oh, oh yeah. All right. Okay. She did it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so the third thing I just want to say is, again, we are sorry that the tickets sold out. Mm. We really are. They sold out very quickly. But you could still see the show. It's going to be live streamed at the Green Space's website, okay? So just go to Green Space NY. I think. No, not GreenspaceNYIThink.com, but I think it's Green Space. You know what? The link will be in the show notes, okay? Because I know it's G-R-E-E-N-E something. Um, you can follow me at Rachel La Loca across all of the social media platforms. Thank you. And uh, you know that Kelo K Quickie is sponsored by somebody. Oh, who's that, Mike? Fuchila Fresheners. Oh. And they are amazing. And remember, listeners, use the code when you go to the website, LOL10, for a 10% discount. 
And uh, I got some uh, word in the street. <clears throat> they have some new fresheners coming out. I can't tell who it is, but it's it's really good stuff. But once again, go to the website, fuchilafresheners.com. What does Use that mean? Fuchila? No, that there's some good stuff coming out? What yes. So, like, you know, you have the platano, mm -hmm. the que lo que. There's going to be some new ones coming out soon. I can't say what it is. Oh. Under wraps. Under yeah. Exciting. Oh, yeah. It's, it's dope. So, shout outs to Ruben. And uh, for me, this weekend was the first annual Dominican Writers Conference. Uh, it was amazing. Nice. It ran by Latinas, all of them. They put the whole thing together. And it was Amazing. really awesome. Um, I was able to go on the panel, and I'm a proud board member. So um, you should go and check it out. And next year is going to be the second annual. But go to uh, Dominican Writers. Uh, I think it's DominicanWriters.com. And if not, I'll put the link um, in the thing. And for me, it's uh, Juan Bago on all platforms. All right. You thought it was over, but it's not. Because there's a que lo que quickie today. Ladies and gentlemen, please put together for a friend of ours. Put your hands together for Jarina De Marco. Long time friend. Long time. Throwback. We had her get her into the studio because you were in town. We're I like, was. Yo, yes, I am. We needed to get you in here. This is like the bazillionth time this has happened, though, right? Yeah. You and I have tried this many yeah, times. Yeah, back in the Univision studios, we're like, come on. And then it's I like, know. it's crazy, but you're busy. You're doing a lot of work. I am. Tell us all about it. I am running around the globe lately. I just came back from DR. I was there for my mom's 60th birthday, but right before that, I was down there recording a Spanish or Spanglish EP with some people down there, some Dominican producers and writers. You guys know Cromo Equis by any chance? I've heard of Cromo Equis. He writes for all them dudes down there. <clears throat> Anyways, you guys, I'm Dominican Brazilian and I grew up there, but when you go back after being here too long, like, it's a lot. Oh, venga acá. Mira, we're a lot. Mm. Do you know this? We're extra. All right, so it's hard. So what was so, it like? Yeah, um, you know, I love my country. My country has a lot of fucking issues, and I have a hard time going back, back there and confronting them. Mm. One of them being classism and racism. Mm. Mm. On the real, I have a hard time with that, which is why um, I wrote this song uh, recently called Identity Crisis, and mm. it, it's coming out soon with a music video. And it's awesome. about colorism, which is discrimination based on shades of color by people of color, which, as you know, happens a lot in Dominican Republic and other places in the world, of course. You, you do a lot of music that's parallel to activism. So is that how you get your inspiration sometimes when you're going yeah. somewhere and you're, uh, you're seeing something? You're like, I'm, I'm inspired to really speak about it. Yeah, I mean, I was born into it. My parents are both musicians. And they're activists. So was my grandfather. He was part of like, he was part of the whole thing with Trujillo going down. Mm. And then my mother was a part of Balaguer and protesting that. Mm. We had to leave the country and all that stuff. So, you know, like mm. I was born with like a fist in the air. We're like, ah, justice, you know? Like straight out when you came With out, a rattle like, and like, justice. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, as a Dominican who's light-skinned, I experienced many privileges in DR. Like, I don't get... You know, when you're in the resort areas, I don't get asked, are you staying at the hotel? Like, you know what I'm mm. saying? Like, our own beaches are policed by people that don't want people who are brown on them. And I get a pass. And that's also not okay. So, anyways, I think that in the tradition of Bob Marley, who was really, really good at singing songs about protest and injustice, but, like, with a funky-ass incredible music and lyrics that are dope that you can't even, you don't even know that he's telling you something real and deep. 
that's what I aspire to be. Um, someone that can give you a message, but also make you feel good about it and dance. I love that. Yeah, Your music you. videos are amazing. Thank you. I need to know, like, how do, how do you prep for these music videos? Because it's, like, a lot of detail with the colors and just the themes, everything. Yeah, um, well, I have a weird OCD thing with color. I decide on one color, and I, like, do it until I can never look at it again. <laughs> it happened to me with lavender. If anybody throws <laughs> shows lavender to me, I want to throw my phone at them. <laughs> like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Tibby, hide the lavender. That's not right. <laughs> yeah, put it no, away. You got lavender. Good, good. You got my memo. Um, yeah. And then I'm now on to peach and salmon tones. Um, I don't know what's next. Maybe like chartreuse, which is like ooh. A oh, you see, green. Rachel knows dare all to chartreuse. Ooh, there That's you go. That's a daring move. I think yellow might be the next color of the season of like okay. next pant. I've been like, I have been uh, predicting the colors the last two years, so I'm on a roll. So wow. I think maybe yellow or chartreuse next year, Pantone color. Wow, chartreuse, great. I'm fucked because. Chartreuse and I do not no, go well. It's, a good it's like vomit on my it's body. It's a little pukey, but I like it. So yeah. it, it, chartreuse is a pukey color? Like it looks it's like, like a, puke? It's I don't like know. a ferment green, but a little pukier. <laughs> you know like when you throw up so much in the end, it's just bile? Yeah, that's, that's it. That's chartreuse yeah. Oh. Wow. It's exactly. bile It's like up-chucky. Up-chucky? <laughs> it's fashion, darling. It's fashion. I'm so glad you're so... Because we were talking about the color period red before, which is what Cardi B was adorning oh my God, I, at the Met Gala. How I do you wrote, feel about... I, I wrote that. It looks like it's my the first day of my period, but make it fashion. Oh, yes. It's her coming out like this. Yes. <laughs> like, or wearing, like, you know, white pants. Which, which is so exciting. I never do. Yeah, for me, it's like, exactly the first day of my period. Isn't that crazy? Uh, yeah, that's what she looked like. I'm, I'm into it. I was so connected to Cardi B last night. <laughs> um, it was great. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> art is like secondary to uh, music for me. I mean, not even secondary, sorry. It's parallel. So I think of a song, I immediately think of the video or vice versa. And I'm really lucky that I have an incredible uh, group of uh, actually all, mostly all female women. I mean, female women, that's redundant. Female <laughs> artists that help me with creative. But um, I think it comes from my mom. My mom... Um, my mom always had drag queens around my whole life, like doing her makeup and doing all her costumes and um, bringing me to museums. And so I, I think visually as much as I think um, musically. And I also, it's really about curating your team. You know, that's super, super important. Um, and also liking doing and not being afraid of stepping out of the normal stuff. I really hate boring things. Like, being pretty is great and all that, and being sexy is great and all that, but, like, give me something more. Like, I want to see interesting artists. Like, for example, Billie Eilish, gorgeous girl. Like, could wear, like, a fucking band-aid, like, super sexy dress and, like, super hot Manila Blanix and, like, super cute hair. But, no, she, like, dresses like a rapper, and like doesn't put any makeup on and like flips her eyes and like like she's having a seizure and it's super fucking hot. <laughs> it's she, true. Yeah. And yeah. she wears chartreuse probably cuz <laughs> Yeah, I think her hair is actually chartreuse. Funny oh, that's good. So it'll it'll do well on her the next year. So yeah. tell us what projects you got going on right now right. you're working on. Um so I am going to be on the series uh, from Stars Vida. Do you guys know Vida? Nice. I mean, do we know Vida? You know yes. Vida. Of we, course we, we know actually, Vida. We actually in 2 weeks are having a Kelo Care quickie. We at, 
we got to interview the showrunner. We were at and the, the press cast. junket. No fucking way. Yeah. I love Tanya. Tanya is a shit. Do you guys know Tanya, the yes. showrunner? Yeah, we She's interviewed her. She's awesome. Yeah, I'm on Congrats the last two episodes. You. Thank you. And nice. um, along with many other um, female artists and producers, we did a camp um, in LA, um, basically writing songs for most of the scenes. So I have songs on it besides of me performing the songs in the show. That is incredible. I know. It w- I got to go to a real Hollywood like set with a house built inside a giant warehouse which is insane. <laughs> um, and yeah, it, like obviously now I know the cast so it was really lovely. I, I enjoyed it very much. We met with Ser. We si. met with uh, Michelle. They're all amazing. Amazing Roberta. people. And wait, it's a little small world because Curly is in season two. Well, Curly's one of my best friends. And Curly was one of your videos. Yes, and Curly and I are in the same scenes together. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's crazy. Are you guys bugging out? Oh, my God. It was like, oh, my God. We're like going to the bathroom. Like, oh, my God. I'm like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're really excited. Um, what you guys were in L.A. recently, right? Yeah. Were you guys at the Dominican stand-up thing? That actually happened like a week after we uh, left. Damn. Yeah. I went that. I went to that. Yeah, all those Dominicans in the one room. That was dope. Yes. That was awesome. So any um, other music projects that you know yes. that our, our listeners could be looking forward yeah, to? Yeah, um, this weird thing happens. So when you're an artist and you write, so I write for myself and other artists as well. So I spent every day pretty much in the studio, like every other day, every day. And a lot of songs that I write don't end up in my project or for anyone else. So they get cataloged into my like, here are my bazillion songs that are never going to come out. Right. And a lot of those get um, put into another folder that's for sync, for like sync means for commercials, for television, for like Mm. movie trailers, for whatever, for soundtracks. And I had a song that I wrote, for, it's so weird, I wrote for um, Fast and the Furious for the last, I don't know, what number are we on, like 16th Fast and the Furious? <laughs> Jamie, like what that. number are Something we on? Something like that, they're one the, billion. They're nine, nine. Okay. Got it, That's nine, it? nine. Really, I thought it was more. Me too, I yeah. thought they were Well, now they're doing offshoots, they're doing the like, one. they're doing offshoots from Fast and Furious with oh. the characters. I feel like it's going to be motorcycles in the end. They also have a ride. <laughs> we went to the Fast and Furious ride in Universal when, oh when we just went to California. Yeah. You know, the world is full of nerds. I did the music for the Fast and Furious ride at Universal. I was like, that was you. That's a dope gig. You know how many people are going to hear that? I know. So, yeah, so I did this song for them, and they didn't take it, which is fine. It happens all the time. And um, and then I get an email from my publishing company, and they're like, hey, um, this Chinese company called, oh, my God, I'm going to get this wrong, Rakuten, I think. Um, they're like a coup. Do you know this? It's a coupon app thing where you, I don't understand how it works, but basically you end up with miles and online, I don't want to say Bitcoin, but something like that where you can exchange for goods, right? And so it premiered at the Super Bowl, and it had the song that I had written for, um, whatchamacallit? Thank you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And so um, it racked up 20 million views on YouTube. I mean, if you look at the comments, it's like, what song is that? Who is that? And then someone realizes it's me. It's like, it's Rita Marco, but she's not releasing it. And it just goes on and on and on and on. People are like, what the fuck? The song, da, 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 So it's weird when you put out songs that you don't have control over, but then all of a sudden it becomes a thing. So, wow. Yeah, and especially because I don't drive, and the song is about driving. I was going to ask that. <laughs> I was going to ask that. Is it like a song about cars? Yes. <laughs> It's like, I'm catching the heat, and I'm like, I don't know, understand what this means, because I don't drive. Like. <laughs> so that's coming out. It's called Catch Me. It's coming out on uh, May 24th. All those YouTube commenters are going to be very happy and stop harassing me on Twitter and Instagram. 
Um, so yeah, anyways, that's coming out. And after that, the song I told you about, um, Identity Crisis is coming out shortly after with a music video and also a short piece on what colorism is. And oh, that's dope. <clears throat> yeah, like what, like, I, you know this thing in DR, de que mejora la raza. Yes. Which means better the race, which means marry lighter than you. Right. Which is fucked up. Yeah. And like Indio Claro, Cinnamon Indian, all these words we have to say instead of black because black is only Haitians, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so all that's going to be explained in that video and then my EP comes out. So yeah. That's nice. it. Congrats, my God. Thank you. We first met when we had the online radio show on Urban Latino, the Bochicha Bueno show. That's right. And my has your grind really become some fruitful things here. Thank you. Um, LA was good to me. I'm one of when those New Yorkers. When did you go out there? When did you go? Uh, three years ago. Okay. Yeah, there's a, there's a cultural revolution happening out there it's not it's and it's interesting to see it from another perspective too like i had never really been close to the chicano community or the like mexican-american community and it's really interesting it's a very different way of um moving through the world and i really appreciate them and they're also been involved in a lot of activism since like the 30s if you really read up on chicano culture Mm. and i really dig it i also dig the proximity to a land country you feel it and you see it in the architecture there it's also so warm, which I yes. like. <laughs> I live in a house. Mm. I have dinner parties. I make sancocho once a year for all the Dominicans that live out there. What? Mm-hmm. We have to schedule it, Rachel, so we go out there and do a podcast. Let us know the date range. And <laughs> there are like um, three of us there. Who was the I other? Know all of them. Who was the other guest that had a sancocho? They were like, come over to my house in LA and we'll make Catherine a sancocho. Catherine Castro. So no, yeah. like, we're gonna do like the soft top stuffing commercial, where like we go to like each house for sancocho. <laughs> yeah. Like, we oh like, yeah, I'll be there. After Carolers like begging for Sancocho. <laughs> I'm down yeah. this holiday season. Let's I go like beat up like Uber drivers that are like, oh my God, you Dominican, come to my Sancocho. Like, that's how I, I have gathered. Wow. The Dominicans. Oh, um, nice. Besides, like, you know, uh, Gabriel and all them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, one time for Jarina de Marco, Woo! everybody. Come on, girl, get it. Doing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is it. You guys, I'm sorry. It's the end. I know, I know. It stings, right? Hurts you. Hurts you. Right in the pelvic area, right? Mm. Um, <laughs> well, guys, we'll be back next week. It's the Latinos Out Loud podcast signing out. Thanks to everyone who's tuned in. And uh, we'll connect with you next week. We out! Oye, mijo, ¿qué show es ese que están escuchando? Tremenda vaina. Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina. There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.